passion, drive, persistence, resilience, love, all qualities that shape and define us. Join the Cyber Warrior as he helps shape your path. This is Walk With Me. Welcome back to another episode of Walk With Me, a Cyber Warrior Studios production. I'm your host on this journey, the Cyber Warrior. I want to thank everybody that has been coming along for the journey so far. And I want to make this show, well, more suitable to each and every single one of you. I want it to fit more of your individual paths and the struggles that you're facing. So as such, I have posted links in the show notes on my website, and on social media asking for all of your anonymous questions. Going forward, I hope you all find even more value from this show. So, when we look at how the show has gone in the first six episodes, I've tried to touch on topics that if you know nothing or if you're just looking for your initial push, uh, could help you find your path, that could help you really determine and put into perspective where you want to go in life. This first question, though, is something that I talk about a lot. Motivation. How do you generate it? How do you stay motivated, especially when doing something you love or have a passion for? This is an interesting question because this question in and of itself, speaking of motivation, touches on finding our why, that very first episode that I did. With your why, you normally have the ability to stay motivated to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. However, like myself, many find that their motivation can wane even when you know your why and even when you know that you are doing something that you love. You kind of fall out of love with it or you just don't have the passion or the drive to really keep at it. But what you have to ask yourself is the question of why is your motivation failing? Why do you no longer want to sit down and do whatever it is that you have been doing for so long? Is it truly a lack of interest in it? Is it something that maybe you just don't want to do anymore? Or does it go deeper than that? I kind of look at the distractions on our lives. I look at how much that I do on a daily basis, whether it's my full-time job, the podcast, any of the YouTube shows that I do, and anyone who knows me knows how much marketing I do for just about everything. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of energy, and it takes a lot of patience. Sometimes you start to lose motivation if you're not seeing any progress. So for the person that asked this question, and I really hope that they hear this, maybe you just have to redefine what progress is for you. Maybe you have to get rid of the distractions. So if you're doing something else, if you are maybe distracted by a TV show or a game or something else that is preventing you from sitting down and actually concentrating on what you say you want to do, then you have to cut out the distractions. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, and one of them speaks on leveling up. Constantly doing things that will get you to that next level. Removing all of the things in our lives that promote negativity or keep us from being our best selves. 
I know I fall short a lot of the time when it comes to this. I fall short a lot of the time when it comes to the fact that I do get distracted by TV shows. I do get distracted by other things when ultimately, if I want to get better, if I want to level up, if I want to do things in my life, I have to buckle down and just do it. So if you start to redefine your progress and what you see as hitting that next level, then it's very likely that when you sit down, redefine it and get back at it and make these goals, make this progress achievable, then you'll find that motivation again and you'll quit with the distractions. Because if we constantly distract ourselves, we're never going to find the discipline to sit back down and do what we want to do and do what we love. But then the flip side of that is, and what I really have to look at is whenever I have those times that I'm distracting myself is, what am I distracting myself from? What am I trying to take my mind away from? So maybe to find that discipline and to remove those distractions, you need to sit down and really look at it. Evaluate where you're at in your life. Evaluate what is causing you to want to escape to something else. Did you get stuck on a project? Are you dealing with mental turmoil? Are you feeling burnout? Whatever the case may be, you have to sit down and really, really take a good, hard, long look at yourself. Go out and meditate. Take a walk through the woods. Work out. Do some yoga. Whatever the case may be. I know what prevents me from sitting down and doing things. I know a lot of the time it's the fear of failure. I know a lot of the time it's the fact that progress is slow. And anything that you want in life, you're going to have to work for. I've always been afraid of failure. I've always been afraid that it's not going to be enough. I've always been afraid that the time I put into things isn't going to come back and benefit me and or my family. But I have to keep up the fact and I have to remain honest with myself in that helping people and helping them find success, helping them define success and helping them really get in a groove and be able to excel beyond even their wildest imaginations is something that I enjoy. So regardless of whether it's one person, 50 people, or a 1,000 people, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that I can provide some type of wisdom to others. So hopefully that answers your question to whoever this was. Um, again, it comes back down to just being in the moment and reflecting on why you no longer have that motivation. And if you've been away from it for so long, definitely take an introspective look at yourself and figure out what exactly is going on. So saying that, let's move on to the next question. How do you deal with overcommitment even when it is something you really want to do or support? Oh, the story of my life. Between a full-time job, a family, this podcast, my YouTube shows and everything else, I am constantly saying yes to more and more and more. 
always trying to make a difference and always trying to prove that I can do it. But here's the question that you have to ask yourself, whoever is asking this question, is are you burning yourself out and do you truly have the mental acuity or the mental bandwidth to actually do it and accomplish it? Because even if you want to support something, maybe you have to reprioritize what you're supporting. Maybe you have to take a better look at uh, what exactly all you have said yes to. Now, yes, there are going to be certain things that you have to do, whether that's in your job or in your life. But sometimes, even in your job, you have sat there and said yes to things that you just cannot do. Sometimes in your life, you have agreed to do things that you just cannot do. So you have to sit down, and I would hope you have a a notebook or a journal or something that you are writing down your goals and writing down what you are trying to accomplish in your life and the reasons why you're supporting certain things. And you can reprioritize what you are dealing with so that you can make sure that you are giving it 100%. Because if you're not giving any of these things 100%, then you're not going to be able to do what you have said you wanted to do. So you really have to learn how to say no when it comes down to you being over your limit. I never even suggest people should be at their limit. Because if you're at your limit of what you can handle, then it only takes one more thing for you to break. And you don't want that. You need to be able to have a little bit of room so that you can maybe take something last minute if it's absolutely necessary. So learn to say no. Learn that you have to write down all of your commitments, all of these things that you are trying to support and really prioritize it and figure out if you have the bandwidth to do it. If you don't have the time of day to really give it 100%, then I would advise not doing it. Or I would remove something else to add whatever it is that you want to support. Honestly, that's the best way I can come up with that one because even I have had issues in the past of overcommitment. I had to learn when to say no and how to say no. And then I had to reprioritize things to make sure that that, like my family and my work and helping others, I had to make sure that all of that fit in line and that I had the bandwidth to support it. So our final question for this episode, how do I overcome imposter syndrome? Well, this one, I can give you two little bits of advice. The first one is don't compare your day one to someone else's day 1000. A lot of us feel imposter syndrome in our careers, regardless of what your career field is, because we are looking at those that have been in the field a lot longer than us and trying to compare ourselves to them. Trying to sit there and say, I want to be them. I want to be like them. And if you're working next to them or working with them and they know more than you, then you feel like you don't belong. But the reality of it is that you just have not been in it as long as them. And this goes for anything. This goes for school. This goes for careers. This goes for life. If you were just starting to do something and somebody else has been doing it longer than you, you cannot compare your day one to their day 1000. All it will do is make you feel like you don't belong there. Now, of course, there's people that are going to try to make you feel like that anyways, and that's because they're dealing with the same thing. They are trying to get over their imposter syndrome. 
but the only way they feel that they can do that instead of comparing themselves, you know, to someone, instead of stopping the comparison of them to somebody else, they tell someone who has not been doing it as long as they don't belong. And that's not the way to go. We should always be lifting each other up. So if you feel like you have imposter syndrome, a lot of that has to do with how you're comparing yourself and you are comparing yourself to somebody else. So how, what are one of the ways that you can overcome this besides not comparing yourself to someone else? Well, you start comparing your today to your yesterday, to your week ago, to your month ago. And you look at the progress you've made. You look at the knowledge you've gained. Because over time, you are going to gain knowledge. Over time, you are going to become better at your job. Over time, you are going to be able to do a lot more. So you should only ever compare your today to your yesterday. You should never compare your today to someone else's day 1000. Or you will never escape the cycle of imposter syndrome. It's impossible. Because you're always going to feel like you don't measure up. So saying that, I really hope that this helped whoever asked these questions. I truly do. And if you have any more questions, like I said, you can find them in the show notes. You can find them on my website, uh, the links to all of this stuff as well as on social media, whether it's on my Twitter, my Instagram, Facebook. I've been posting it everywhere, asking people for questions. So please feel free to ask your anonymous questions, and I will be sure to answer them in a future episode. I also hope that you consider rating this episode. And if you are on Good Pods or Spotify or Apple, whatever, whatever platform you're on, if you can rate it, please rate it and leave a review. Also, take a look at my website. Again, all that stuff's in the show notes, and you'll be able to support us if you so choose, whether that's by sharing this episode or, you know, buying merchandise or whatever the case may be. There are numerous ways you can support podcast hosts and creators much like myself. But before I go, let me leave you with a few words of wisdom. Once again, this will be from the Havamal. A torch is lit by another and burns till it's burned out. A fire is kindled by another fire. A man becomes wise by speaking with other men, but foolish by keeping to himself. This is from Havamal, stanza 57. Remember, lift each other up. Don't put anyone down. Because we will all find success by helping each other out. You never know who you're going to need and who can give you words of wisdom. This has been another episode of Walk With Me, a Cyber Warrior Studios production, and I'm your host, the Cyber Warrior.